0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe.
1: Fly, fly, to be a fly. Fly, fly, come and be a fly on the wall. Yeah. Hello there. Our house is a mess. On in, welcome to Fly on the Wild Podcast. We talk about dating, we talk about influencing. I'm your neighborhood friendly black girl, Amber, and today I am so excited to introduce y'all to an old Chicago comedy friend of mine. He's a writer, he's an actor, he's a comedian, and he's Twitter's favorite pigeon. Please welcome Vinnie Thomas. Hi, Amber,
0: and hello, everyone. Um, you're so brave for coming today. <laughs> <laughs> The the listeners, they're brave turning on the episode. For sure. You know, you got to kind of gas people up, you
1: know? People like a little confidence for like just the simplest things. Like when Ben's walking around the house, I'm always just like, look how you poured that glass of water.
0: What a big boy. That's a star.
1: (laughs) Speaking of the big boy, Ben is not here today. He is at home with a hacking cough. And I was like, no, no, no. And he's like, ah, Benny's coming today. We should probably cancel. (laughs) Oh, you Oh, you think you're not replaceable?
0: Oh no. You you think
1: you think that we're going to cancel the show. No,
0: absolutely Because you
1: not. you're sick. Yeah. Should That's I not be how Ben? This
0: works. You could <laughs> what, what does your Ben look like? This is my Ben. I was reading a novel. <laughs> <laughs> about pussy I was reading a novel about pussy <laughs> and I hated it and he gets mad I don't know if that's good or not I've baby only... <laughs> we love you
1: I, I hope you see this episode as your I mean I think, well I think he had the flu and then he took two COVID tests I'm fit as a fiddle so
0: yeah I was kind gonna of... say that when you walked in here I was like she looks like a fiddle like a cello <laughs> I, I give like, like cello energy level. really I think so you're like a viola you know oh yeah high pitch
1: high pitch high pitch
0: small.
1: Benny. Yeah. I, we have to talk. Okay. Before we get into any segments, you've lived here for a while.
0: Yeah. And, and you,
1: because we knew each other in Chicago. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about the first time, time we bit, saw each by other. The way, yeah. Yeah.
0: First time we saw each other was outside of an audition for a fellowship yes. at the second city. Uh, and Amber was dressed beautifully like a waitress at the moulin rouge yes a she full sequin garb resplendent yes. gorgeous earrings you know everyone else including me is like schlubby i'm in my shirt from jc pennies or whatever you know and i'm like oh you know she's a star she's taking this seriously um And of course, Amber got it. And I was like, of course she got it. She's like an actress. Do you know what I mean? Like she's there. Capital A. Capital A actress. Uh, She's there to win. She's there to play the game. I am there to play the game. Okay. So this, this uh, audition is like
1: the one diversity fellowship in the entire city (laughs) at Second City Chicago. And when I say diversity, I mean like black people, people of color, if you are just white and a little gay, you are at this diversity fellowship, and,
0: and emphasis on little. Do you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, if you're no. one of the, if you're one of the gay people who it's like, there's, there's no way to know. Yes,
1: there's you were no still showing know. up to this audition. You're up there, so it's like 300 plus people at this audition, and they only take like 20 people. And one part of the audition is you have to do a one minute performance of your comedy. So I mm. guess like stand up would be crazy hard to do, you know. So I want to ask you what your one minute monologue was. For a, cause how many times did you audition for it?
0: Oh, I think that was my third
1: year. That was my second or third year.
0: I think I did it three times, okay. Uh, I do I cannot for the life of me. To, oh no. I did like a bit where I was, um, I was like this girl who had been to Paris.
1: Oh, so you wrote Emily in Paris. Period.
0: It's <laughs> good. Yeah, before it happened <laughs> beforehand. And I was just like, take me back to Paris. and I like talked about how much I wanted to, like, Fuck a croissant! And like <laughs> it was, it was. I thought it was a very good. Like every time I did that character bit, it like it killed. But in the room, the energy is so different. So they I do are not it and it's even like, trying
1: to laugh. No, and, and I was like, this let's is be eating. clear. This is all white people who are judging the diversity fellowship. Yeah, yeah. So you get in there and you're like, okay, I got these good Maya Angelo jokes. This will kill. Yep. And then you get in there and it's just like old raisins of white people. Oh,
0: we love right? a golden raisin.
1: We love a golden raisin. Let me tell you why I was dressed up. Yeah. Please. So, as Vinnie noted, I was in this sequin
0: gown. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful gown. So good in red, and she knows it, mind you.
1: Thank you, thank you. I was um, presenting like the Oscars, but it was from hell. Oh. So I, it was like the national, the seventy-six National Hell Awards, yeah. and I gave it to. Uh. Candidate I ones. gave it to right no you know what I did or I was like thank you from our sponsors at Amazon you know just like <laughs> naming you know people who have mined the mm. earth and then I um I named women like historical women I th- like like okay for example uh, Uh, Sylvia Plath was a person she's like a like a writer but she killed herself so classic of course because she committed suicide she's in hell yeah and um, the way that she died was that she like put her put her head in the oven and just turned the gas up I think that's how she killed herself
0: well at least she went out doing what she loved doing what she
1: loved so I was like to Sylvia, who put a whole new meaning to the phrase being baked at 420. Like, it was oh like a whole God. thing. <laughs> it was See, that's like capital S satire. French. You know what I mean? Thank you. Yeah. And I think, it was, I think I was, but I looked crazy when everybody else showed up in jeans. I was like, where are the costumes? <laughs> Why are we doing Where's anything? Spectacle? Did, did
0: you wear a beret when you did the French thing? No, no, no. I was, I was literally, I was just in my little, I think sweater vest and you brought a croissant of course it's very second city has this thing about needing to dress business casual for their yes, shows they do
1: they do
0: and, good. and boring uh, yes
1: everything's black or like a, a darker
0: color yeah so you know Wake i, up I, a I did bit. that but it, it's, I, it's one of those things it's i look back things. on now and it's like i spent a lot of time trying to get that do you know what i mean yes and now, you know, with some distance, you're like, oh, okay, maybe you didn't necessarily need to do that. But it's always like in the moment, you're like, this is the thing I need to get. This is a thing. And let this be a lesson to all of you about fixating. Um, <laughs> always diversify your, uh, your things. Your Div- palate. Your, your palate. It's,
1: it's so interesting because it, like in being comedians and doing what we do, you are told what you should aspire to. Yeah, and then like you know uh, you, you audition for SNL you go on JFL like it's there's sort of a very clear like CBS showcase very clear path sometimes about what you should aspire to or whatever and then sometimes you aspire to things and then they disappear like for yeah. a long time I was like a black lady sketch show that is, that is when I know I will make it a black lady sketch show and it got cancelled after like five seasons so it's like well, let me just do what the fuck I want to do then. Exactly, yeah. And it could come back and it could be revived, but it's hard in our business to aspire to something. like the. And you're like, I want to be on this Second City stage so bad. And the pandemic hits and I got laid off like two days into the pandemic. And I was like, I guess I'll make some TikToks.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. And wouldn't you know, that worked better than the stage. When (laughs) I tell you that so many people's stories, like who started out in Chicago, you know, during the pandemic, it's like, All of a sudden, we feel forced to post things online, you know, just to get our stuff out there. And mostly for each other, to be quite honest with you. Right. And then we do that. And all of a sudden, a bunch of us start popping off all over the place because it's like, oh, all of a sudden, we're not in this funnel where we're like, this is the one thing we need to do. Yes. And... You know, it's like
1: Chicago Med, Chicago Fire, Chicago PD. If yeah. You're not aspiring if you, to any yeah. of those. If you're what not are a you corpse, doing in Chicago, if you're not a
0: corpse on one of the Chicago <laughs> shows, you know you're not gonna make it. You know what
1: I right. mean? Oh, I was always at that like
0: bisexual bartender number four audition, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm then
1: like, you move out. I'm here, here with my septum ring, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't know. And Then you move out here, and you're like, oh, yes. that stuff didn't really matter very much. You know, it didn't. It, it, you know, you learn. Obviously, I don't want to like discard it as an experience as a whole. But once you move out here, you're like, oh, okay. Uh, I could have been doing other stuff, you know? And it was such a small, competitive community a little bit needlessly so needlessly
1: you. so. absolutely
0: needlessly so <laughs> it feels less competitive in los angeles it
1: does doesn't it and or you get no here you're like oh that. wait i'm kind of a star well yeah well, <laughs> like have you ever been to something here in la I, I remember like my first weekend in la i was like let me go to this show and see all these performers. <laughs> i'm not dragging la but i remember mm-hmm. thinking to myself like this is la people are probably gonna be so funny and such great dancers and whatever and i went to the show that was like basically like a talent show there was, like, a rapper and a singer, and then there was one comedian. And the first three people—and there's a lineup of six.
0: Mm-hmm. The first three, three people were just so and was bad. was everyone at this elementary school mad when you walked <laughs> up? Or, or, exactly. or was it okay?
1: Exactly. I remember thinking, like, I just moved across the country for this low-energy, like, didn't-rehearse-the-eight-count, horrible-wig-ass bullshit. <laughs> I'm gonna make it
0: here. Like, it feels like that sometimes. Well, it's just— for me, it's like a lot of, now that so many people from Chicago are out here, a lot of what people were doing in Chicago were doing out here now, but it's also like there's more opportunity out here in general, right? right. So it just, it straight up feels less competitive because it, it feels like there's more pie to go around. You yes. know, it's not all going to disappear. It was three spots in Chicago. Three, like yeah. I would literally go to a casting call in Chicago that
1: called for like African American woman mm-hmm. and I would see an Asian girl in the audition room and I'm like, what is happening?
0: Uh, she's trying her best that's what's she happening she's trying her best and she deserves it because she's fighting I was for like
1: it. the audacity I was like why have I just been going to black girl auditions I too should come to the white woman's she bit. opens
0: her mouth she sounds exactly like Viola exactly. Davis she's like you're getting the part it's yours
1: she got it too I'm just kidding, <laughs> I'm just kidding. okay We love Chicago. Mm -hmm. But goodbye Chicago. The first segment of our show is called Hashtag Influence. Uh, Vinny is big in them Twitter slash X streets. So (laughs) Vinny, I want... First things first. Yeah. Explain Twitter to me. I've never been a Tweeter, a Twiddle girl, no. but there's some there's some magic there. And then people be watching porn.
0: I don't understand why <laughs> niggas be on Twitter. Like help me out. First of all, let me explain that you are delightful. And you're a delightful person. <laughs> you're a beam of light just the way you laughed. It was jovial. <laughs> It's giving sprite. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, like if I was a
1: drink, it would be sprite. It
0: would be sprite. You know
1: they did market to the the hip hop, the urban feel. I go back
0: and I watch the Mary J. Blige <laughs> McDonald's um, chick. What was it? She was, a chicken tortilla wrap. <laughs> no chicken. Yeah, it was a uh, commercial for the chicken tortilla wrap, and she was like, "Fresh chicken, three cheeses, fresh lettuce on a tortilla." I go back and watch that all the time. <laughs> And I'm like, why did she do that? You know she hated doing that. Oh, I hate it. She must She's have. like,
1: this is my, like, <laughs> like what influencers do. Influencers are to, are to brand deals as Mary J. Blige is to a, a chicken wrap McDonald's commercial. It's oh, like, God. this is, I'm not an artist. This is stupid. But anyway, I digress. What were we talking about? Twitter. Twitter, Twitter. Because Twitter. I'm, a, I'm a big, I love, yeah, if, if I had to rate my favorite app, it would be Instagram. Yeah, I bet. I feel like you can you can do polls, you can do questions, you can interact with people more. Mm-hmm. The twenty four hour story is very user friendly. Yeah. You can post, you can not post, you can tag. TikTok's great, high visibility. Are are there a line of trolls just waiting <laughs> for you to 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 post so they can say something? Sure, but with that comes high re- visibility. I'm not understanding for me where Twitter would have peaked, sparked my interest like even like years ago I was not a big Twitter girl.
0: Twitter for me is very very joke 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 and commentary and it's very like zeitgeisty. Um, whatever happened it, it would kind of happen on Twitter first and then it would bleed out to the other uh, platforms okay it, it's different now you know now it's X and it's kind of gross and even I don't really post videos on there very much anymore mm-hmm. but at its peak, Baby. At its peak, <laughs> Twitter was like, you know, it was just everybody, you know, something would happen and then everyone would riff on it, right? And it's everyone making these fun little quotes and dunks and, you know, there's there's always a person of the week. Um, like, I don't know if you, were you there for Bean Dad? Yes. Yeah. I remember that. Bean Dad was one of the most fascinating people of the yes. week. Yes. Because he was like, I'm going to make my daughter open a can of beans on her own. And everyone was like, you're going to hell. Yes. Know? And it was wild. Um, it, it gave me that Vine TikTok
1: feel still mm. of that. But I, I feel like Twitter is for writers, like true writers a little bit.
0: Yeah, I mean, t- I, I would say Twitter might be a little more writery because, you know, it's it's so word heavy. And a, a lot of what you're doing is just kind of riffing on a riff, you know. Uh, so it's just kind of everyone. And maybe why I'm drawn to it is because it's everyone kind of flocking to the same joke and fixating on it and then adding their little two cents.
1: I get now why it's not for me.
0: <laughs> I don't need you on stage with me. Just, you know
1: what I'm saying That's what I I because the the comment section, yeah. on some of the other platforms kind of can get like that. I'm like, no, I'm on stage, and then you'll start to see in the comment section like a whole fanfic thing happening there. yeah, and I guess that's what happens all the time on Twitter,
0: yeah, I a mean, little bit Twitter Twitter's and, like a conversation between all of us, and it's also more discoursey. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, people are way more they'll get serious quick. They'll be like, however, you know, oh, my God, my favorite thing about Twitter, Amber Wallen, <laughs> is uh, my favorite thing is when someone takes something that has nothing to do with them at all. <laughs> and then they take it and they're like, oh, actually, I, this is about me specifically. And this is an okay. like one time there was this woman who was like, I love sitting out on my porch, you know, with my husband in the morning. And someone replied. I like, remember that. Oh, my God. Uh, they were like, that's good for you. You know. But I'm allergic to sunlight, or like yes. something that's just, and it's like okay. Yes, my husband tragically died at war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's they're... like go off, Sophia. Nothing to do with me. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sounds like your business. Uh, but it's I, I think that's funny because it's, yeah, people take the most uh, nondescript stuff in the world, and they make it so serious, and that's on its own funny, even if they're not trying to be. Like that's fun. to play I see people with. do that on TikTok, and so now I'm. But that happens all the time on Twitter. But TikTok is fun be- because you can just delete people's comments on TikTok. Uh, and that's a treat, you know what I mean? What a blessing that is. On Twitter, they stick around. They're just there. Whatever someone quotes or replies with, that is there permanently. Oh, yeah. okay. So talk to me about. I will. Twitter <laughs>
1: virality, like oh, so. Yeah. Tell me some of your, you know, give me, give me your top three, because you're, you're a big like Twitter. Would you say Twitter's like your favorite platform? I it was,
0: but I'm having to pivot. I don't know what my favorite is now. Right. To be honest, probably email. Like, I just, like, Twitter used to be so much fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess Instagram was a second, so maybe Instagram, but I don't know. I can't use Twitter the way I used to because, you know, there are no consequences for people being, like, super racist anymore. They're just there. Um, The streets are... The streets are uh, getting them fired. The streets like, are, how do you say? <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: like, you know, they'll be like, I, uh, you're, Jacob, these tweets, I'd love for your law firm to hear about these. Like, I see people, Oh yeah. you know, like, whose tweets resurface after years. But, okay, so tell me about the times you've been, like, the most viral on Twitter. Mm. My, I will, I, to this day, your funniest video to me is the, the pigeon at the parade. The pigeon at the I can't <laughs> get that out of my mind, but I want them to play that at my funeral. (laughs)
0: They're like, but this isn't her. It's in the will. You know what's so funny, Amber, is that sometimes I just don't know. I'm not tapped into like (laughs) what will do well and what won't. Pigeon at Pride, I was like, okay, you know, a dozen homosexuals are going to enjoy this. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Dozen homosexuals. and, And that'll be it. And I'll be fine with that. I'm comfortable with that. That I never expected to do well at all. Um, and then it did, you know, it was kind of like a marriage of things I love, which are, you know, uh, pigeons and, Mm. and gay. Um, so yeah. Pigeons more than gay. Pigeons more than gay. I'd say that's (laughs) one of my big ones. Pigeon at Pride. And then, uh, what else? Oh, I I did like a Galactic Federation thing. Where's my camera? I did like a Galactic (laughs) Federation, um, thing where I pretend to be an alien. Of course. Yes. And that was another big video. Um,
1: Oh, I love the one about, uh, I I will link all of these in the episode notes, by the way. I love the one about the friend who like really wants this game to be played at the party. (laughs) Because you know who that is. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's Ben. It's fucking fucking Ben. He will bring like Fist of Dragonstones to the cookout.
0: Is he playing um, Wingspan? He's not playing Wingspan. But he's played, I mean, everything from like Settlers of Catan, Ticket to Ride. Well, Amber, I grew up in a board <sighs> game family. Our Settlers of Catan set is, it's in like a giant wooden chest. All of the tiles are ceramic in 3D, so it's like oh. real mountains. Oh, it's serious. It's real that's when they why you out- got the hell out of Denver. <laughs> yeah. i got the hell out of denver it takes two people to lift like the the chest and put it on the table because it is that it looks like a treasure chest from a pirate ship or something and it's I just
1: amazing i will
0: pl- there's
1: one game we play called like Taikanawa or something
0: you don't even know japanese
1: followers this is where i get dragged but it's really good it's this like Asian panda game where you like oh, there's a farmer it's it's a thing, but literally <laughs> or and I do like um I'm not sure if y'all played this what's the one with the gems it's like not Splendor dual. Splendor Splendor love Splendor yeah I kick ass at Splendor because you know what I'm a planner
0: yep you're a planner I, I can
1: see five steps ahead and you know what I kick Ben's ass Splendor at Splendor is also
0: a fun game because it's very straightforward to learn very, very straightforward literally the minute I get good at Splinter, Ben's like let's play Broomsticks like, oh my gosh yeah we're a big okay but that oh, one I think about, about it, it all the time I should have used more realistic gunshots sometimes you <laughs> probably- <laughs> the, the gag of this video is that someone's trying to get everyone at a party to play board games Yes, everyone yes. falls immediately silent and then they just start killing themselves because they don't, don't want to play this game um, but I, I guess I didn't re- use a realistic enough gunshot sound effect. Cause like 20% of the comments were, I love how they slammed the door. And I'm like, you know, damn well, they weren't that ain't slamming no door the door. Slam. You know, that you, wasn't the you didn't slam. reach the hood audience. Come on. <laughs> you didn't, re- you didn't reach the Chicago, <laughs> you didn't reach your Chicago base with and that. And I was like, I should have used like a, a gunshot sound with the, like the, the gun cocking. Anyway, that's my, it's one of my biggest regrets. Yeah. Do you?
1: I it's so funny about the like what goes viral versus doesn't because mm-hmm. and then that's where like we as comedians and artists have to just like let me just make something without trying to go viral because yeah. I remember I had made a couple TikToks in the beginning days Ben was never on any of them and then one day he was like let me be in a quick video, like, I was like, no, like, this is, I'm a comedian, nobody's gonna, like, like, famous last words, like, nobody's gonna wanna see you. And then, obviously, everything was like, wait, what is this white man doing in her house? Wait, that's her husband. Wait, how did they meet? And and you're just like, you feel like you're watching seasons of a show. Yeah. And I remember, that was like, one of our first viral videos. And I I remember that night, I was like, nobody's gonna wanna see this bit, like, because cause I was like, I yeah. don't want to be another like interracial couple on the internet making cringy videos. Like, So I was like, let me just do my comedy, and then like you can help me point and shoot. And he was like, this has nothing to do with being black and white. This is me crying over a video game. <laughs> and he's like, let me be in it. I was like, fine. And then I, look, <laughs> I, I wake up, I was like, why is this at 2 million views? <laughs> like, it's nuts, isn't it?
0: Did you guys ever feel like, did you ever feel pressure to do cringe stuff? Because you knew that it would get views, negative or positive?
1: Uh, no. I I will definitely say it is very easy to do second wave cringe. Yeah. Because first wave cringe is, like, three reasons why you should be with a black guy. Step one, whatever. Yeah. But we would do, like... I would basically do a, a, a version of this is why you shouldn't be with a white person. Exhibit A. Mm, does that make yeah, sense? It does. So the video wouldn't be called like top three reasons not to date out your race. It would be like it would just be like that. this yeah. thing happened in our household. And we all know this is unique to white people. White people.
0: OK. So and you, I'll show that you guys wouldn't like do a costume where you're like coffee and he's milk. Or... Yes. I <laughs> I every it's time I that see that shit. I crunch up into myself. <laughs> it is. So insane to me. Or
1: I don't like to even do like nice couples content. Like people all the time are like, where are the videos of y'all just like kissing and
0: walking? It's like Kissing and walking. Ew. But yeah, that that freaks me out because like you don't (laughs) the same thing. Because it's (laughs) like I, I don't want to, there's nothing to watch there. Do you know not I There's mean? nothing, but there's no some story. some people love that. And I'm like, how sad you got to be to like, want to see people hold hands and walk down the street. If you don't go the fuck outside. Go outside. Go outside.
1: This is a show where people who are married are actually arguing. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and here's some of the funny arguments. But they were like, why don't you just make a Hallmark movie of your page? It's like, but that. That's already been made.
0: And there's nothing wrong with Hallmark. In fact, I think Amber, you do very well on the channel. <laughs> who, would uh, I, who would I be in a Hallmark movie? Would you be in a Hallmark movie? Oh my God. You would be. What if I said something horrible? What if I was like, you would be someone Like, in you know, that bag. homeless
1: person who's like asking for a dollar and Jacob just <laughs> has to give him a dollar.
0: You'd be her. Well, oh, you'd be um, you'd be the woman who's too busy. You'd be she's too busy. And too I just busy. can't find love. And then I'm, I'm, I'm at work and yeah, yeah. and then I, some guy would spill his coffee on your laptop, and you'd be like, Oh, what's you, piece of shit? you'd be screaming at him before you even looked like right?
1: this is this is cashmere, this is cashmere, yeah. my
0: laptop is cashmere, and <laughs> this is a cashmere laptop, this is a cashmere laptop, and you'd look up and spring he'd, collection, yeah, yeah, and he'd be the most beautiful uh man in the world, yeah, yeah. um, god, and, that's good, yeah, who would you be? I would be you're checking somebody out for sure, no, me, I'd like, be, like. I'd, scanning their items. I'd be like the kooky older gentleman. <laughs> I'd be like a kooky older gentleman who like stands outside of the church and everyone thinks he's crazy, but then y- you talk to me and yes. I'm like... I really think you should go for it. You know what I mean? It was yes. like, you don't get a chance like this every day. Like, that's my yes. one lucid moment. Yeah. It's all crazy up yes. until then. And I'd be like, yeah. there
1: was that thing that Mark said at church. that was, like, And it would flashback of you. Yeah.
0: Like, direct to camera. You know, love <laughs> doesn't come every day. <laughs> and when it does, you gotta grab it. <laughs> would you die before the end of the movie? You'd have to. Oh, my God, yes. And you guys come back together my funeral. Beca- yes oh my god it's like he
1: it was his dying wish that we were together yeah, yeah.
0: it would be a mclaughlin litter- song playing <sighs> you're
1: yeah. a writer you're <laughs> a i don't know what it is <laughs> have you, have you ever go out like for drinks and shit and people were like you should do some comedy
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i went to a bit last night and this guy I was talking to in the bit. he was like you know i would really do well if you like did some stand up or some comedy. I was like, not for me. <laughs> you know? Really? Yeah. D- you, do I you mean, ever this get kind of that when people when you go out with people, they're like, God, you you're so funny. Like, do you have you ever thought of comedy?
0: Yeah. I I you know what I get is um online people will be like, when will someone put you in a show? <laughs> And I'm like, Jesus Christ, you don't actually follow me. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? It's just hard. Yes. Oh, what
1: did you just drop? Because The Strike is over. Oh, yeah. What did you just drop? Looking incredible. Star
0: Wars. I was in Star Wars for 30 seconds. That fan base. But it's
1: Star Wars.
0: Oh, yeah. Star Wars. Something I've been watching since I was very young. By the way, I humiliated myself on that set. (laughs) I'm shutting up. Tell me what happened immediately. One of the most embarrassing things that's ever happened to me is. I go to the Star Wars set. I'm a little intimidated. I haven't been anywhere like that before. It's like you're surrounded by 40-foot-tall blue screens. Um, There's a million extras who are, like, sweltering, you know, in the 90-degree heat, wearing all these costumes. Um, And um, the director had heard that I improvise, you know? Uh, That's what he heard. That's what he heard. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I was super excited. uh, And so he asked me to improvise uh, on a part that – I wasn't really sure what I would do. You know, it was right. kind of a weird part to improvise. But I was like, sure, I'll think of something. And the line I improvised for Star Wars, and I wish Ben was here because he'd love it. The line I improvised was, how on Earth? Mind you, takes place in a galaxy far, of course. Far away. Of course. On a different planet. But that's why it's brilliant. Because <laughs> it ain't even on Earth. Oh, no. There's no, there, like, there's no Earth. There's, there's no, no Earth. Earth. So everything stopped and he was like... Maybe don't say Earth. <laughs> it was like, you know, galaxy far, far away. And I was like, purr, boots. Yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no Earth. <laughs> purr, boots, um, like cries inside. And I was like kicking myself because I'm like, Jesus Christ. I can't believe I just said how on Earth <laughs> in front of like everyone <laughs> in Star Wars. Um, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, Clancy Brown was in that scene with me. He is the voice of Mr. Krabs. Yes. Yeah.
1: Big, t- big ball of shot collar with that <laughs> one. I, I do bet that if you're, if you were a voice actor on something like SpongeBob, which is just still syndicated, plays all the time, you're good. You're good for life. Yeah. Kind of. That's done. Yeah. Anyway, okay. I want to talk to you a little bit about some other things that are not the internet because okay. we hate the internet. Fine. Fine fine. I convinced him. The next segment of our show is called Imperfect Parent, where we typically talk about our little one. But um, today we're talking about another little one. Vinny, tell (laughs) us about your baby.
0: I have a snake. I have a snake. Uh, Her name is Mrs. Gutierrez. She's a rosy boa. Um, (laughs) Cannot believe I'm talking about this. I thought, I thought Amber, when I came in, Amber said, for this section, we normally talk about kids if they have kids, but if they don't, we'll talk about. And I jumped in reflexively, and I was You're like, like, "My pet snake." I was like, "Pets." <laughs> I have a snake, um, thinking that you would say pets. <laughs> I was like, "Your childhood, but the, <laughs> <laughs> but the snake is way better." Um I got a snake because they're very—they're great to take care of. If you don't like love to cuddle with things, do you know what I mean? She's not a cuddler. She's, She's not, blooded, a, not a cuddler. Did you try it once and you're like, this didn't work for us. You know, us. she just kind of sits there. Yeah. There's no enthusiasm, Leave there's no alone. passion. She doesn't want it. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, why bother? Uh, I feed her a mouse once every 10 oh. to 14 days. Vinny. What? It's like a dead mouse. Or alive? Oh, one. it's dead. I have a, I have a freezer full of dead mice. I got dead mice in my freezer. Sexy. <laughs> How? So when you bring people over... Oh, I don't let them in my freezer.
1: Is would, it in the food freezer? It's a separate freezer, I'm sure. Girl, what do you mean it's a separate freezer? You think I got two freezer money? I don't have two freezer money. I'm, I just have to trust that you have a mini freezer with dead mice in it. It's <laughs> like, it can be a lunch sack with ice over it. Amber, they are in the regular
0: freezer. <laughs> I, I just, <laughs> no, not who, Don't you eat me? <laughs> What's the difference between a mouse and a chicken, really? If you fry a mouse upright, there's no difference between a mouse and a chicken on a pork chop. And I will stand you, on that ten toes down. If you fry
1: a mouse upright, <laughs> uh, uh, this episode needs to be called like "Chicken Fried Mouse" or some shit. Because I'm I'm fucking dead. How many mice are in there, Benny?
0: Right now, currently, currently like 50. Because <laughs> Finny, <laughs> I buy them in Finny. bulk, I'm not gonna save money. Buy, I got you buy dead mice in bulk, <laughs> yes, because it's so I'm expensive. I'm not judging you, I am. <laughs> it's what? so expensive to buy them one at a time. You go to Pet, Petco <laughs> Pets, buy mice one at a time, it's way more expensive. You buy mice in bulk <laughs> from the mouse man. And I have a mouse man. Hey, we all got a mouse we man. We all okay. got a mouse man. You go to the mouse man. You get a, you get a bunch of mice. You freeze them.
1: Many uh, <laughs> that's ain't right.
0: <laughs> you, you defrost them.
1: Mrs. Gutierrez, how many how many mice does Mrs. Gutierrez eat? You said one a week.
0: Uh, one, yeah, she eats one adult mouse every seven to ten every every ten to fourteen days. And then during the winter, Mrs. Gutierrez doesn't eat at all. So, like, for six months of the year, I don't have to do anything besides give her water.
1: So, there's food in your fridge as well. How- yes. <laughs> you, have you ever accidentally ate a mouse because you were just like, I'm drunk. Let me just warm something up. You think I would come home <laughs> drunk
0: and I would pop you, a frozen mouse in the microwave. I didn't think you had
1: mice in your fridge, but here we are.
0: <laughs> I, I would never, and but maybe it's only because I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> that I would never consume a frozen mouse from the fridge.
1: And Mrs. Gutierrez would be like, I know
0: the fuck he ain't eating my mice. And mind you, they're not prepped. Do you know what I mean? Like they're not, the, the hair is still on them and everything. I say this, if they were cutlets, <laughs> because if they were cutlets or like tiny little drumsticks, then I might reconsider. But they are like the full on mouse. Cause she needs the fur, um, that's her fiber. Eat anything
1: else but, but freezer burn mice? Or, or, f- or frozen mice. No,
0: I think her species is very rodent focused. You know, other snakes you could feed them like sometimes like a loose chicken leg or frogs or something. But it mice wow. are easy to get. Wow! Wow! This is <laughs> a commitment. <laughs> no. When did you buy her? I've had her for like five years.
1: Oh. Yeah. I, so when did you discover, like, I have to go buy mice every week? Like, or, like, you know, I have to buy mice in bulk. That's my life. life.
0: I don't know. For the first couple months I had her, I just realized how much of an expense it was. And it's, like, it's much easier to buy them in bulk. I did how many mice come out. in a she bulk? got out. Uh, Mrs. Gutierrez got flued out? To- Miss Gutierrez got flued out because I ordered her <laughs> online from a breeder. <laughs> I am fascinated. And I had her shipped delivered to Chicago via plane.
1: <laughs> this is a classy
0: bitch. <laughs> oh yeah. Please
1: welcome to the stage, Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Gutierrez. Uh, oh my god.
0: Honestly, if if you're the kind of person who doesn't like love to take care of things, they I think they're super easy to take care of. You like I can go on trips, you know and I know she'll be fine. Just Oh, on her that's own.
1: okay, that is nice. Yeah. How expensive are mice in bulk? I I I will be honest, I've never bought a frozen mice, a frozen mouse at a store. Honestly, I spent like
0: and this is just cuz I know a guy who <laughs> who breeds mice Where does he to get feed them? He, breeds he breeds them he yeah, breeds mice he's got like he's got a reptile I wonder what his home looks like. Well, he's got racks. And let me explain to you what a rack is <clears throat> because a racks. he's got racks. Some people who have a lot of snakes they keep them in a rack system which is like a series of drawers. I've seen those, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like at the pet store. At the pet store, not in somebody's home. Uh, yeah, yeah. This but is this, is, a, this, this is imagine this, a home. This is this
1: man's home. And so he's
0: got mice that he just he, you know, Creates out because he probably feeds them live to them. Mm-hmm. Oh no 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 no! It's always better to feed them dead because okay. the mice the the mouse does want to live and it will fight for it. So oh, you, the mouse you don't does want to live. Yeah yeah. Of the, course, the mouse will bite back.
1: Got it. And let that so be a lesson to all of you.
0: <laughs> You, the mouse will fight back. I don't know how he kills the man, but I've never You've never asked? No, honestly, I think it's kind of a don't ask, don't tell situation. Like, <laughs> I've, I've never asked. It's none of my business. Because
1: I want to know, how many mice is he killing per day?
0: Oh, probably not a lot. I think it's it's like a weekly thing. Because he's a mouse man, though. The mouse man, yeah. And where'd you find him? It is it's a tight community.
1: Is the snake community or the mouse the reptile? The reptile community the, the reptile, the reptile community yeah, is tight. You go to some
0: of these conventions. <laughs> It's all white people covered in tattoos with gauges. Um, and then you. And then me. Wow. Tattoo-less and gauge-free.
1: I love learning that this
0: is <laughs> how you live your life, Vinny. <laughs> <laughs> I- I've always kept reptiles. I'll say this. I love that. This is my first snake, but I've always kept uh, reptiles. My what whole other
1: life. reptiles did you have growing up? When going I was up?
0: younger, I had leopard geckos. I feel like a lot of people had leopard geckos. No? No. You didn't have geckos? No, Vinny. Amber, you're missing out on what I I had a hermit cute. crab here and there. They lasted the end of the week. That's a bug that's worse. <laughs> that's a bug that's worse. And we probably had a guinea
1: pig maybe, but we were like a big, we we kept a dog yeah, here and there. guinea pig
0: is your food's food. No, no. I'm sorry. I said that wrong. Guinea pig is your, and we're just going to pivot.
1: We're going to pivot. Guinea
0: pig is your pet snake's food. I don't know. People love guinea pigs. I shouldn't have said that. So you, I love you saying, I feel like everyone had a leopard gecko. Didn't a lot of people have leopard
1: geckos? I do not know a single person that had a leopard gecko. We're,
0: we're different. Could, well,
1: it's, I'm from Georgia. Yeah. You're from Denver. Yeah. So
0: out there, it's, it's a big leopard energy? A leopard, <laughs> a leopard gecko fam? I don't know if squad. it's just out there. I think a leopard gecko is a, is an easy pet to take care of. And in the same way, you might get a hermit crab. Which die Got, very easily. Very though. easily. Oh, it's complete waste. of Like all of the things that you buy to take care of them is like just a scam at that point. Their legs will pop off like <laughs> nothing. <laughs>
1: just, they like take a sigh Hot. and one leg is. I remember I was going out of town for something. Yeah. So I left my pet hermit crabs with my friend Katie.
0: Uh huh.
1: We were only out of town for the weekend. Classic. Came back. Katie was like. <sighs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I was like excuse me bitch can I ask was she wearing a bib (laughs) (laughs) she's sucking the meat out of a leg telling you the hermit crab
1: didn't make it (laughs) and she was just like we had to have been in elementary school yeah and I was like you were my friend (laughs) and you let my hermit crab die
0: we used to go on road trips to Texas all the time Mm -hmm. Um, and one time when we went there there were some hermit crabs for sale in a mall Right, of course. So my mom let me get one. I put it in a little critter keeper. We drive back to Colorado. It's so much drier in Denver that it's impossible to keep the humidity up in the critter keeper. Yes. And so that poor hermit crab kept drying out, and that's why his little legs kept like, like right off because you just could not keep the humidity. Up <laughs> <by night. laughs> it I was. Just... It's so tricky. Since I judged your snake, yeah. Can I
1: tell you one time? So we didn't always have pets growing up. So we would have one, and then like a couple of years go by and then maybe have another one a couple of years go by and then yeah. eventually like nothing. And so w- probably for the best. It's three kids, two parents. And one time I remember, I want to say I was in like... Only two parents. <laughs> I <don't> know. <laughs> Losers. I was I one time, maybe I was in third grade and I wanted a pet so bad. Yeah. I was asking my parents, like, we got to get another pet here. A rabbit, give a bitch something. Desperate. And my dad was like, no, no. you know, like, that's, <laughs> that's that's my impersonation of my dad. Just like angry and like, you know. Gruff. We'll unpack. Uh, and so, we went to Red Lobster. Okay. Follow me, camera. Oh,
0: my God. We went God. to
1: the Red Lobster, and my dad ordered a lobster. <gasps> and he ate it. And I was so desperate to have a pet that I just took home the the shell like the exoskeleton no! of that what he ate <laughs> and I just pretended there was a lobster inside of
0: it I was like thought this was going a different direction no here's what I thought I thought he was gonna be like <laughs> this is something that. I thought he's gonna be like you want a pet and then he was gonna say pick one pick and he one pointed lobster and then yes no okay
1: no not that I feel like this is worse. I feel like I just (laughs) took
0: the carcass of a lobster home. Oh,
1: yeah. And pretended that it had a soul. It's a terrible look. Did you dress it up like a baby and shit? I put little stickers on it and shit. And then a week later, my mom was like, something smells foul in here. (laughs) Like (laughs) Something smells like pussy times a thousand in your room. Like. Are you not bathing? Like, what is going you on in stickers here? stickers on a dead stickers. lobster. <laughs> there was nothing. It was soulless. It was, there was no meat in there. Stickers, everything. And my wow. mom looks under the bed and signs that lobster tail. And she was like, I need an explanation immediately. Yeah. Come on, like, little mermaid. That's my friend. Yes. yes.
0: <laughs> God, that's pretty pathetic, huh? Like, if you're Kermit Crab daddy, you just kept the shell of it and then talked to it every day. Well, you know what, Amber? I was such a nature kid. I was such, like, I loved having specimens. Mm. So, like, honestly, keeping the dead corpse of something it, it is something that I might have done. It's to this something- day, in my childhood bedroom, I have, like, jars mm. with, like, little dehydrated... H- humans keep
1: stuff like that. I do you, do you, Are <laughs> your parents like this? My Humans keep stuff like that. My Parents still have, yeah. like our baby teeth at the house, like teeth that
0: we lost as kids. There's a bag for each of us. Oh, that's you got to get rid of those. I was like, anyone could grab one of those, use it for a spell. Lit-
1: <laughs> that's like I, root work, right? No teeth in the
0: house, gonna I'm like, them Dad, spells.
1: throw these fucking teeth away. He was like, Well, if something happens to you, we need the bone marrow. I'm like, What? He's like, No, we gotta, <laughs> because yeah, you know they love like people. In people murder. in smaller towns love to think they can solve a crime, like <laughs> if something went wrong. And I'm like, it'll probably be pretty clear. Ben did it. Like, don't you don't need these ben baby teeth? Ben did it. Ben did it. Me and him got into it, and that was the end of me. I think you're he really did too. Now, I'll play that
0: Wild's abilities here.
1: Yes, yes. I think, Wild did it. Yeah. Wild, what was all these baby teeth? <laughs> I love that. Man, wait,
0: baby teeth. You ready to pivot? Yeah, sure. Can I have one of your teeth? We'll talk offline. No, please. Yeah, they, I have horrible teeth. They're probably gonna fall out. Wait, what? okay. We don't have to. <laughs> you have great teeth. They No, they I think they're very pretty. They're gorgeous. They are gorgeous, but I have like I'm just like my dad like genetically like soft enamel. Mm. So I always have problems. Ah, are you like uh like when the wind blows, your teeth hurt like it's cold? Like kind cold of. foods? And they would if so many of them weren't like fake now. Are they mostly fake? I have a lot yeah, a lot of my molars are like Crowns. Ah. Yeah. Teeth are hard. They're really hard. Teeth you're, are hard. Wonder,
1: teeth are so, like, they're doing their best. Yeah. They get up every day, they're also put stupid. on their pants one
0: leg at a time. I have, they're
1: very stupid. I have
0: bones in my mouth for come <laughs> Cover that shit up. Do you know what I mean? We're going to have, like, 15 loose fucking bones. 15 is way too low. What about like, 32? Like, who loose has three, bones three loose about? bones in there? It's yes. so annoying. And then wisdom teeth. Like, you yeah. weren't invited. Why the hell did you show Why up? Why did you show up? This is a whole sketch. Yeah. Like he's like, "Oh,
1: hey, Wisdom." <laughs> like, like who sent this fucking email who to wisdom? Invited
0: wisdom? Why are so they You're coming in everyone? late and you're
1: literally moving everyone <laughs> in the party who was actually invited yeah. to the shit over. Just a whole individual yeah. of Wisdom to. And then, you know, th- even the front teeth are kind of useless. Like they don't pull their weight. They don't pull their weight. They pull their weight when you're meeting people and connecting. Yeah. But like it's the back teeth that are like the worker bees. The grinding, yeah. They're gr- they're literally grinding mm. out here. If you make that sketch, bitch, you owe us a writing credit. Period. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, hooker, whore. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> we took it there. Uh-huh. Anyway. The next segment of our show is called the I Do's and Don'ts of Relationships. Vinny is going to help us answer your letters at home. And this is a reminder. If you have letters about like family relationships, romantic relationships, work relationships, please DM us at Fly on the Wilding Podcast or you can send them right on to Burr I Am. You ready for our first two letters? Yes. There are only two letters. I, sh- I should have prefaced with that. Okay. We got to work one first. Okay. Yeah. These mm, bitches in the workplace. It reads: "Deer fly on the wallin." Here's my question. I'm 25, very technologically savvy, knowledgeable in the legal field, and I'm constantly trying to improve productivity and efficiency within my department. <laughs> I've implemented some new processes that involve using a computer from the departments rather than printing, scanning, back to back. It's just so much easier to work collaboratively. The issue, the other women in my department are 55 plus and they've worked here longer than me. They are unwilling to transition to the new procedures even though those will save tons of time and they are not shy about expressing how much they dislike these changes I am making any and any suggested change that I propose they object this is really discouraging any advice
0: yes absolutely help
1: me deal with these old bitches in the workplace
0: I find always the best technique is to uh, isolate first and foremost first and foremost uh, so we'll just build an acronym I, guess. I isolate pick one out And endear yourself to her, Um, you know, give her gifts, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, invite her places, really sit her down and every now and then talk about the new system. But don't be like super obvious about it. You know what I mean? What she's going to do is she's going to go back to her group. And now when they talk mess about you, which Lord knows they are, um, (laughs) she's going to prickle up a little bit. She might not say anything at first, but she will prickle up. Okay, she'll defend you she'll defend you she'll defend you um so you start with that one right and the dominoes will begin to fall at that point then you go after the second one right and do yourself to her i don't know how many there are but really you just need kind of the majority then you pick one because i know at least one is objectively ostensibly awful awful okay
1: that's the big dog you got to get to her later you got to get. you got a couple of troops
0: on your side well see we're different because once you have a couple of troops and you know which one is the bad one that is the one that you do not <laughs> include. <laughs> you need to make sure. Oh, you don't even get her on your side. No, 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 no. Because there's nothing that builds camaraderie more than gossip about an individual everyone communally doesn't like. And right now, a that's, common enemy. Right now, that's the person who wrote that letter. Right. Yeah, everybody, yeah, her. You're currently public enemy number one, but it doesn't need to be you. Doesn't need to be you. You need to start thir- thinking like through a timeline instead of like you're thinking just right now in this moment. Think down the line about how to build the kind of relationships that you want. Because right now you're trying to build a system and you're thinking of the system. You need to think about like the working environment. The working environment. And also like, (laughs) maybe you are the problem because these old bitches
1: don't want to work any harder (laughs) than they've had to work. Is their pay increasing? Absolutely (laughs) not. So I'm kind of with Brenda in them, and because I don't they're know, like, <laughs> why would things
0: improve? Why would things like conditions aren't improving, pay yeah. isn't improving? Why would I want to work more efficiently? And you know what? They've been there for so long, too, Amber. You know, there's probably wisdom in that. You know, yeah. there's wisdom in the in, that they've been there. So maybe you just need to quit. Maybe you're not cut out for this.
1: You either need to quit or you got to get re- Like I will scam my way through anything just yeah. by remembering somebody's son's name. Oh yeah, see that stuff. It's like oh, just didn't Trent get married
0: last weekend?
1: Didn't tra- How yeah. was
0: let me see pictures. How is how is your lesbian daughter? Yes, yeah. Is you your, have your lesbian ask daughter? Ask about you their have pets. To. Yeah, yeah. Ask about their rabbit. Ask uh-huh. about the Mrs. Gutierrez. Ask about their cat. One of them's got a cat that's sick. Oh. I'll tell you right now. One of them has a cat that, <laughs> that is, is sick, sick. very that sick. Kid. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that they're keeping it alive even is borderline unethical. But they got a sick cat, and you bring that up. <sighs> <laughs> they do
1: have a sick. cat. Yeah. somebody always has a sick cat. Someone ass. always has a kid I, to sick cat. I hate. I used to hate talking to people at work, like because <laughs> I, when I was a high school teacher, it's just constant talk, talk, what talk. High school teacher. I was. A high, I know. Check out those test scores, right? Now was <laughs> I voted teacher of the year? Like almost every quarter. Period. I, I was a. I was a kid favorite. Were <laughs> Were they being taught? <laughs> therein lies the problem. Were they being entertained? Absolutely. Mm. But in that teacher's lounge, it was just a boner killer. Like somebody was always in there telling some riveting story about the salad that they ate last night. And you're like, hi, they're like, and then they brought it with pecans. Like, who does that? I'm like... Just and that's,
0: the, and that's the most exciting part of their day. <laughs>
1: the most exciting part of their day. But you gotta. It's s- like I ordered a Caesar and it was a Niçoise, and I'm like, "What are we doing here?"
0: Yeah, at, I'm two, like, at two at
1: Yes, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm about to like slam my face into the copy machine. <laughs> so they're like, "There's always like two type of people at the workplace. They're yeah. either like, we we're fucking, yeah, or like you're just insufferable. So maybe you need, to, you need to fuck one of my old bitches.
0: I don't know. Oh, couldn't be me." <laughs> you never
1: fight anybody at your job
0: no that's one of my Fire rules this
1: is, this is my uh, leopard gecko
0: <laughs> everybody had a leopard gecko everybody be fucking at work <laughs> that's one of your rules only recently have I broken that rule where I've like gone out with someone who's even in the same industry uh, yeah. you're so um, classy you know, and I tried to be, but ultimately I, I broke that rule. and yeah, you broke it. Didn't it, yeah. end well, which we will talk about after the podcast. We will talk about after podcast.
1: Good. What what real advice did we give this person?
0: Either, either have sex with these bitches. Yeah. Either sleep with them. Either isolate and eliminate. Uh, yes. Or, or trust that they know what's better. Yeah. And you know why? Like are you why trying be more to, efficient? Yeah. Are they paying you more to implement this system, or are you just doing it on your own time? Probably not. Probably not. Okay, follow those ancient those ancient women. <laughs> it's the sick cat there, for me. There is knowledge in time. <laughs> One of them has <laughs> a sick cat that you know is dying. You know it is not well, and she's keeping that thing alive with duct tape and a prayer. <laughs> it's got a type of diabetes nobody's even heard of yet yes. <laughs> and she's keeping that thing alive it's like on a breather machine it's also like on wheels you know how you see an animal on wheels i'm just like yeah. what's happening you got it in like a like a chamber filled with liquid you know what i mean just like, <laughs> like floating and like.
1: <laughs> you pulled that cat out of the fucking ocean and took it home god deer fly on the wallin. My husband expects me to take on the traditional wifely duties, but also pay 50% of everything. So we've been together for six years. This is kind of long, but it's, no, it's yeah, just get worse it just gets worse. Let's get all the way. It's it. fascinating. We've been together for six years. He came into the marriage with two children by two different women. I came into the marriage with one. Each of our kids goes to a different school. Regularly, we have two to three kids in our home. My husband believes it is my job to get the kids dressed and ready for school, pack lunches, drop the kids off at their different schools, work an eight-hour shift, pick them all up for their after-school programs, help them with their homework, cook dinner, and make sure they're showered and ready for bed. It's my responsibility to clean and do laundry. He believes... All he should do is work and take out the trash and cut the grass. He believes we should also split all of our bills 50-50. He makes more money than me. And yes, he's been married before. But we also have separate bank accounts one and one joint bank account, which we created because he was upset every time I spent money from our our share bank account. Oh, so we, we created, new. it stressed him out. <clears throat> Lastly, even though I only spent what was within what we discussed the budget, so I do most of the grocery shopping. And so not only am I paying 50%, but I'm also paying for the majority of our household items and the items that the kids need. Question, should I stay or should I leave? This is ludicrous.
0: I'll, <laughs> first of all, it's, it's ludicrous. It's, this is ludicrous. <laughs> this. It's 2023. <sighs> Woo there is no world in which your husband – and it's a shame that it's like this. I think it's still like this, that women kind of inherently take on more of the the kind of housekeeping roles or whatever. But like the fact that he's expecting you to mm-hmm. and then on top of that – look, if 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 he wants like this hyper-traditionalist life, that's fine. But then you shouldn't be going to work. You can't work eight hours. Because then – like that's that's masculine you know according to that traditionalist framework right. so he wants the money without any of the effort Do you Literally. know what i mean he he just wants the money Amber. he just wants the money and that's it and at this point it's like i think it's worth the conversation but it sounds like she's had the conversation before it you does know? and okay so here's the thing about it you also mentioned that he's has children
1: with two other women so i might actually assume that these are Ex-wives. Yeah. You're about to be ex-wife number three because I take notes from these two other women that There's were like, I it. can't put up with this shit. Yeah. I don't disagree with the whole like, somebody goes out and works and somebody stays and no, takes I care think of that's everything. That's totally fine. That's totally fine. But yes, like Vinny said, you got to get the fuck out of this. And also, it's like, talk me through this. Let me know what your household dynamic was like growing up. Uh-huh. Why do men always do the tasks that don't need to be done daily? The grass does not need to be cut every fucking day. That's an every two weeks situation. Even the trash does not need to be taken out every day. So I don't even think it's like, well, I'm a man. It's stinky. So I should take it out. I think men sat down one day. and were like, which tasks don't need to be done daily? Yeah. It's like, well, I clean the shower. It's like, that doesn't need to be done daily. Exactly. But you can't be an Uber for all of the
0: kids, his included. Yeah. And then he's like, but I cut that grass though exactly it's like what it's it's not enough do you know what I mean look both of my parents worked and my mom took on I would say more of like the house roles Um, but my dad also did you know uh, way more of the handy stuff you know where it was like Oh, he's cleaning gutters. He was building, like, bookshelves, repairing furniture. Bookshelves? Come oh, on, oh, big daddy. He's big, he's big into carpentry. He built, okay. like, a giant, like, bookshelf. Uh, So, you know, and, you know, when my mom wasn't there, obviously he'd take on more of the, you know, the right. dishwashing, whatever. But, like, they would also always do that. I say my mom did most of that but it was like he would never turn his nose up at it you of know? course and it was when i say most it wasn't like almost all it was just like more often you see a little bit more it. yeah and to me that's like you know it, it's a partnership which it should be but it doesn't sound like she agreed to these rules you didn't agree to the rules and i would
1: definitely like get the fuck out like because yeah, one day yeah, you yeah. look up and you're like wait a minute i'm like the i'm the maid the chauffeur and and I, I'm also earning money. I also need time. Like, when do you do stuff for yourself if you're yeah. doing all of these things for the kids? And you know what's interesting? Ben and yeah. I were talking in the bed the other night about uh-huh. uh uh like like you know how people are like, he's such a good dad, whatever. Well, not not with Ben, but just with men in general. <laughs> They'll name like, you know, Vinny's a great father. Yeah. He took his kids out to the park, nice he fed thing, yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. And and uh there's this like wave now where it's like all you need to do is switch out. If you switched out the name of the man for the name of the woman in like, you know, man woman dynamics, like, would this sentence sound as impressive? Mm, like, Amber's yeah. such a good mom. She took her child to the park. She fed her. Like,
0: <laughs> she said hello to her. She, she played said, with her. Yeah, her a little yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. You know? Like, like no, it, it just wouldn't. doesn't
1: hit the same. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know what that is. You have to get out of this marriage. I'm actually starting to think you, you're being con. Like, and why is he upset that you're spending money?
0: Yeah. I hate that. That's crazy, especially if the accounts are separate. That also to me is like it's giving secrets. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and also just the fact that you sent this letter in the first place, you know. There's something tragically wrong already, catastrophically perhaps. Yeah. Oh. And I had the burp. But let that not lessen <laughs> the severity of what I was going to say. I think you
1: just puked in your mouth and because you're up. disgusted. And I'm gagging. But you're literally gagging <laughs> the because bad this way. Is so. This is so disappointing this is and sad. is so
0: disappointing and sad. And um, yeah, no, I would I would I would either push him to change and if he won't, then you know, yeah. it's it's not serving you or yourself. You can children. live without an uncut lawn. Yeah. And you know, you only have one life to live. Yes. Nice. What well, do you wanna you wanna live it chained to these duties that he's like forcing you to do because he's lazy, which is what it is, is he's lazy, you know? Um he could get off his ass and, you know, pick someone up from school. It's not gonna kill him, you know? Not gonna kill him. Um, but anyway, God speak God Bless you. God bless, God you. bless you. God, get out of there. Just leave. <laughs>
1: get out right now. Oh, yes. Why? Last quick thing. Uh-huh. This last segment of our show is called Shelfie. What are you reading, my love?
0: Thank you. I'm <laughs> reading An Immense World by Ed Young. Uh, which is this great book about uh, the extrasensory abilities that animals have. So it's about all of these mm. hidden worlds that we don't know about because we can't even perceive them. But for a lot of different animals, it's just how they experience the world, right? So for like, um, maybe it's, that they can sense uh, electrical fields around them, like electric eels or some sharks. And that's just an extra sense they have. Or maybe it's birds. Birds can see in a spectrum of light, in the ultraviolet spectrum, that we are not capable of seeing and will never be capable of seeing. How did they
1: discover that?
0: Isn't that crazy? Uh, They discovered it because birds, um, uh, I, I imagine it's a series of experiments where they like, You know, cover up certain parts of a feather or there are like subtle differences in materials that they use with like different birds in a test. And they know that if you can see in the ultraviolet spectrum, they'll appear as different colors. But to us who can't, they appear as the same color. Mm. Um, But with birds, even the most drab bird you see might appear totally different to another bird because of how they see color and because they can see so many different colors that we can't. Um, so, you know, just stuff like that where it's like, even dogs, right? Dogs explore the world nose first. Yes. Scent first. For us, eyes are our primary kind of way of exploring the world. For them, it's always nose and scent first. So their whole view and perception of the world is completely transformed by the primary sense there. So, um, yeah, it's just really fascinating. It kind of opens your mind about, um, how big the world is and, you know, how secret these kind of other ways to experience it are. And um, it's one of my favorite books so far.
1: Is it something where you're like, and now I'm discovering the human sense that is more superior than animals or is like, we're just stupid. (laughs) We have no gifts and they're way more fascinating than we
0: are. Look, I'm not going to pretend like I don't think people are better than eels. Uh, I do. And and I'll say it. I think a person is better than an eel. I'll be brave. And if eels are listening, I'll say it again. something controversial? Yeah.
1: People are better than Eels.
0: My hot take, people are better than Eels. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I like us. I think, we've got, I think we've got a lot going for us. I think we've got great sight and we're great at running. A lot of people don't know this. Humans... The human
1: race is good at running?
0: Oh, the human. It's called the race for a reason. We're some of the best long distance runners on the planet um, when it comes to mammals. So like, you know, we're right up there with like your your horses or your uh, we're right up there with the horse. Look, we're not we're not horses, but we're close. Like we're up there with kind of your dogs. You know, we we could outrun a lot of animals that you might not think we could mm. outrun over. Like a long those distance.
1: of us who are doing the work. <laughs>
0: those of us who are actively running.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. Um, certainly, not,
0: certainly not. I. But yeah, right. someone, <laughs> somebody
1: truly. over there is, um, is doing yeah. the work.
0: We're really built to like with big lungs and a big heart and long legs to run. That's uh, yeah.
1: I feel like I'm letting the whole universe down. Then I do. I do no, have I'm a race right, coming right. up, so I'm oh, going yes, to get I it, saw it together. You prepping for that, it's gonna be a Spartan you race. Were
0: drinking a little spirulina or something. What were you drinking? Like I a was. Green green?
1: I am doing green powdered greens, which is actually is probably why I'm not sick.
0: <laughs> <The whole house laughs> sick.
1: I was like, wait a minute, greens oh in powdered form.
0: Amber, my mom used I to might be, be super into powdered greens. She had like, <laughs> she used to. My girl, what's oh, your mom's name? God. Uh, my mom's name. I can't say it on this
1: podcast. Oh, just, uh, just make up a name, okay? Uh, how would I have actually known <laughs> my mom's Eileen. name?
0: Ily. Eileen.
1: <laughs> I can't say it on
0: a podcast. I'm so cautious about. I just think people are so weird online. They I don't are. like share oh. any details about my family because I'm like, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Oh, for sure. I ha- I probably
1: should be saying this. crazy <laughs> to say it. So there is this like one company that is getting on my nerves because they owe me a check and yeah. the check is like three months overdue or whatever. I, so, I I was like, let me just see if this girl's on Facebook. Ah, you know, like you know, in my in my midnight spiral. <laughs> and I was like, hmm, here's her family, friends. Okay, just all right.
0: Just, yeah.
1: just cool to know. <laughs> I didn't I didn't if I had a glass next to me I would be like just so cousin, you know Bridget your daughter ain't paying her debt yeah. it's like tell your cousin to send me my money because
0: <laughs> like, you
1: know how people do they're like yeah, is knows. this your son out here calling women these days yeah yeah oh no but but, but you know like in somebody's email yeah it'd be like first name last name and then like company name yeah and so I was like let me just let me do a quick search uh, let me uh, do a uh, people search <laughs> let, me
0: around. let me put on my she, she's glasses. on
1: Instagram oh, oh there she is with her family there's, there's her wedding wow
0: <laughs> anyway she used to wonder bring wonder if there's another
1: g- event coming up that I could just pop up you know
0: <laughs> Jesus
1: Amber. I know another event it's not 2016 anymore I can't I I I I, I immediately <laughs> Ben Wattenberg he was
0: like what are you doing? <laughs> I was
1: like, you know that bitch Tell me somebody she's on Facebook
0: She's <laughs> just hanging out She's having the time of her life She's in Cabo she's on right a ranch. now ranch Yeah She's on a I ranch I feel like I should just You know <laughs> send, a, send a quick email Oh, <laughs> uh,
1: not good No Not good Okay, I'm gonna show you this book That I'm reading real quick Yeah, please Oh, you have a physical copy I have a physical copy Even though I mostly listen To an audiobook. I just like when it's like a dialect and a dialogue. Okay, so oh, this is a great story. It's called Night Crawling. It is fiction. It's historical fiction. Mm-hmm. It's basically about like the, uh, of course, the police force and how they, uh, okay, so the police are horrible to people. We get that, right? Mm-hmm. They don't protect and serve all the time. So obviously most cases that we know about are like, killing people who are unarmed, not people, black people, like, sorry, that without saying, it. it's like, this is a story about the Bay Area, black and brown people. So, but the second biggest thing that the police do is sort of abuse sex workers. Like, they'll just be like, Hey, you need to either have sex with all of us and everybody on the force or like, and, and, and your payment will be when stings happen, we won't arrest you, mm-hmm. you know? So it just is, a. it's, this book is told from the perspective of like this 17 year old girl who is now like having to do sex work to pay the bills, her very broken home. And then she gets caught up with like. The police force and their abuses so like there was a real story of that that happened in the bay area i want to say like 1942 or something i don't quote me and she was like oh this real thing that happened i'm i am she started writing this book when she was 17 years old wow. so she published it when i want to say when she was like 20 or 21 and it's already like oprah's book club won many awards so she was just like how scary it might have been to been like I- I'm 17 and I'm reading a story about like a 17-year-old yeah. girl that was like forced into sex work just you know based for survival and now is being like abused by all these cops or whatever. Um it's really good. I know that took a turn. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, but night crawling, if you need a good read, uh by Leela Motley, I finally finished it. Chills. Chills, bitch, chills. Okay, before we get out of here. And go kiki a little bit because I owe you a drink. I haven't seen you since Chicago. you motherfucking ass didn't tell nobody you moved out here. I'm sorry. I I forget that everybody doesn't share every part of their life online. I, That's I, good.
0: That's healthy. I think I'm paranoid about it. I don't think yeah. I need to be paranoid about it, but I I have always been very paranoid about it. Just because I should have more fear.
1: I'm at a point where everybody knows me, my mama, my child, what date she was born, her weight, her,
0: her, where her, <laughs> her curls weight. are
1: tracking. Yeah,
0: I, I I'm in too deep. It's it's crazy. But, you know, I, I'm sure as with everyone, there are things that you keep completely reserved. Do you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. I think for me, I think just as a rule, personality wise, I just don't, I you know, I have a pretty tight circle and there are just certain things that I like to keep, you know, close to the vest. And sometimes I don't realize <laughs> what those are until like I'm confronted with the reality of potentially sharing them. But like, yeah. 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 I'm an oversharer. And you're thriving because of it.
1: Am I? Or am I? <laughs> searching bitches at, at midnight <laughs> oh we're all searching bitches at midnight
0: we're all searching bitches at midnight
1: you're uh, so before y'all before we get out of here everybody <laughs> somebody just popped in. I'm, I'm keeping this I'm not cutting shit uh, before we get out of here I want to remind all of you that Fly on the Wild and podcast will be live in Atlanta on December 20th you're coming to the show right Vinny
0: to Atlanta yeah no <laughs> <laughs> no I will I'll get some um, see Honey, lemon, pepper, salmon strips, or whatever. Strips. I, Atlanta food is crazy. Oh
1: yes, we we've heard, but but y'all are coming to Atlanta for comedy. Not sure about the food, but I will see y'all at City Winery on December twentieth. Last uh, the the link to buy your tickets to the show is you know it's all in the episode notes it's all in the description check that out on youtube check that out um, on apple podcast spotify wherever you listen to this show and vinny
0: tell the people where they can find you and maybe plug something you got something coming up let let a bitch know all right you can follow me on tiktok instagram and twitter at v-i-n-n underscore a-y-y that's (laughs) v-i-n-n underscore a-y-y you can watch me in the apple tv plus series platonic uh, and uh sure I'll have stuff coming up But you'll know about it on social media
1: Period, Period. Uh, <laughs> We'll see y'all next week Bye y'all it's Bye You know they're from TikTok Cause those laughs keep you coming Cause they're wildin' all the time Before wild throws attention, listen they sent to our silly anthem Cause they're wildin' all the time Squats and does a dance to please her place, and Ben reads books for serving looks wildest, wild and all the time. Fly, fly, oh, to be a fly. Fly, fly, come and be a fly on the wall.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe.